0: Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim na-hamuduhu wa nasalli ala al-Kareem, Amma Pari. Alhamdulillah, tonight is the 3rd of November in the year 2023 and Alhamdulillah to once again start the biography one of the esteemed men of paradise i.e the majestic companion Sayyidina abu hurayrah so inshallah this will take us up through and including the new year first are still life so abu hurayrah he holds the unique post or honor that he is the huge gateway to Rasulullah so what do I mean by this the companions are our gateways to Rasulullah when we learn about Rasulullah we go through the companions Abu Huraira has the greatest legacy because he is the most prolific narrator of hadith hence his title or one of his many titles is the Amir al-Mumineen So let's first take a brief physical description of this nobleman and his age. So Hafiz Zahb in his Seer, Volume 2, page 576, he said, Accounts of his appearance differ. Some scholars rahimuhumullah assert he was tan-skinned and broad-shouldered. Whilst Uda's maintained, he was white and slim, with a red beard. So Hafiz Zahabi, who was a great muhaddith, he said the scholars have differed slightly with regards to his physical features. So one view is that he was tanned. i.e., He was, you know, tanned by the sun. The other is that he was actually white. He was broad shoulders, slim, and he had a red beard. Maybe he dyed his beard. Mm-hmm. Hafiz ibn Hajar in his Al Isaba, page 760 of the New English Translation, he described Sayyidina Abu Hurairah, complexion was brown. He had broad shoulders and wore his hair in two braids. He had a gap between his teeth. So, Ibn Hajar, the great scholar of Hadith, Rahmatullah Ali, he said that he was tanned, eye-brown, broad-shouldered, and he had two plates of hair, he had a full set of hair, which he plated in two braids, and he had a gap between his teeth. So putting all this together, what image do we get in our mind? This majestic man, had a most handsome frame, facial features, with a full set of hair, a noble beard, which he would probably dye. Mm. So the image we should have is, he was he was handsome and he had a good physical frame as well. It also appears that he had acquired a tan from being constantly exposed to the sun. When, as will be mentioned, inshaAllah, he would work as a shepherd and a servant. So maybe that's why the scholars differ with regards to his description. So maybe initially he was fair-skinned. Yeah. But then of course maybe due to living most of his life in the sun, he became tanned. Yeah. What about his age? Yeah. This blessed man Allah, was born 10 years before the proclamation to Prophethood. Yeah. How do we know? Hafiz ibn Hajj al-Asqalani in his al isab 7-205, Hafiz ibn Kathir in Al-Bidayah 8-108. Abu Hurairah himself said, skincare. I came into the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi after the battle of Kheber and at that time my age was 30. So mm-hmm. this is part of a long report but it's relevant here. So, he came into the company of Rasulullah after the Battle of Khaybar, And how old did he say he was? He was 30. So, when was the Battle of Khaybar? The Battle of Khaybar was 7 years after the Hijrah. Mm. So, if you do a short calculation, 30 years of Rasulullah in Mecca, 7 years, this is the 20th year of the Prophethood. And how old did he say he was? I'm 30. Meaning, he was born 10 years before Rasulullah proclaimed. Have you understood? So simply put, Rasulullah was 30 years old when Abu Huraira was born. So he was 30 years senior in age of beloved messenger. And just out of interest, this does makes him the same age as Sayyidina Ali. So that's fascinating. It's good to keep age groups together. When you think of the companions, those who have shallow knowledge, they can't age them. They'll put them all in one group. But if you get to know them more and more, you start realizing the ages. So Abu Huraira is literally the same age, give or take, with the great Sayyidina Ali. So this is with regards to his description and his age. What about his name? There is much divergence amongst the blessed scholars الله, with regards to his blessed name. So I'll explain why. Ibn Ishaq, he said Some of my companions related to me from Sayyidina Abu Huraira himself that he said الله, My name during the Jahiliyyah was Abd al-Shams ibn Sakhar and I was named Abdul rahman after embracing Islam. This is recorded in Hakim in his Mustadrak, Hafiz ibn al Atir in his Asad al-Ghaba, 5-316. So on his own testimony, what did he say his name was before Islam? His name was Abd al-Shams, the son of Sakhr. That literally translates the servant of the sun. In the sky, the servant of the sun. The sun uh, being the son of Sakhr. But then he says, after embracing Islam, I was called the servant of the supremely merciful Abdul Rahman <laughs> Imam Nawi dos preferred Sayyidina Abdul Rahman Ibn Sakhr being his name refer to Shulh Sahih Muslim Tazkiratul Hufath Mariful Ahadith Volume 4 page 561 of the New English Translation so the great Imam of the Shafi'i school Imam Nawi was a saintly soul he preferred that name because that is his name Sayyidina Abdul Rahman Ibn Sakhr Hafiz Zahabi Also confirmed What did he say In his Seer Volume 2 Page 578 The Rajih The preferred opinion Is that it was Abdul Rahman Ibn Sakhr Radiyallahu Other candidates Include Ibn Ghannam Abd al-Shams Abdullah Sakin. Amr, Barif, Abdu'l ibn Ghan, Saeed, Amr, etc. So Hafiz Zahabi, he said that the most dominant view is that his name was Abdul Rahman ibn Sakhr But there's other names also mentioned by the scholars. And look at the list. Yeah. Some say no, his name is the son of Ghannam. Others say no, Abd al-Shams, going back to his initial name. Some say no, Abdullah. Saqeem, Amr, Barir, Abd ibn Ghanam, Saeed Amr. So again, there's a whole list of names. It is also authentically reported that Musa Rahmatullah Ali had said, Kaan nasmu Abi Hureyda, Abdullahi ibn Amr. The name of Abu Hureyda was Abdullah ibn Amr. This is recorded in Bukhari's Al-Dab al number 14, and Shaykh al-Bari, Rahmatullah alayhi, stated Hassan in his checking. So, you got an authentic report. And it says that his name was Abdullah ibn Amr. So, why is there such a divergence? You know, the obvious question. The reason there is such a long list is that most scholars believe that some were his names before he converted and others after. So, he had a few names before. And quite a few names after he embraced Islam. So there's a huge list. For instance, Hafiz Zahb in his Sirh, Volume 2, page 579, he said, His name in the Jahiliyyah used to be Abd Shams and his kuniyat was Abu al-Aswad. Dus Rasulullah named him Abdullah and gave him the kunyaat Abu Hurairah. So here's one proof. So what was his name in Jahiliyyah? Abd Shams, like I mentioned. And his kunyat, that means his uh, agnaman, is Abul Aswat, mm-hmm. meaning the father of darkness. That's the little you know kunyat he had. But Rasulullah, the report says, called him Abdullah, mm-hmm. وسلم, and also gave him the kunyat, the agnaman Abu Huraira. Mm-hmm. Subhanallah, as fate would have it. His kunyat, his agnaman, ultimately became more famous than his actual name. So, think about that. Like we say, nicknames. His nickname became more famous because his kunyat is Abu Hurairah. His real name, according to Rasulullah's own testification, is Abdullah or Abdul Rahman ibn Sa, whichever way you want to look. So, why was Abu Hurairah more prominent? There's a report. In Tirmadi number 3866, Hassan Gharib, Abdullah ibn Rafi, alayhi, he once asked Abu Huraira, how did you get your kunyat Abu Huraira? Abu Huraira responded, Ama are you afraid of me? I responded, Bala, wallahi, inni Certainly by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Verily, I indeed fear you. I tremble in your presence. Abu Huraira responded, I used, to gra- I used to graze the sheep, the goats of my family. And I had a small cat. I would look after it and put it up on a tree at night. Then when it was day, I would emerge and she with me and I would play with her. Thus the people gave me the agnaman Abu Hurairah, the father of the kitten. Mm-hmm. So let's look at this. So in this authentic report in tirmidhi Abdullah ibn Rafi, one of his students, rahmatullahi, he very politely asked, how did you get your name, Abu Hurairah? Now, when I say that, your mind is thinking that, oh, he's asking, you know, very comfortably. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm talking to you very comfortably. Abu Hurairah, look what he said to him. Ama minni? Are you afraid of me? Meaning, when he asked that question, he was shaking because you are in the presence of greatness. He said, "Are you afraid of me?" And look what he said. He didn't say yes. He goes, Bala wAllahi inni li ahabuk." Certainly, by Allah, verily I indeed fear you. I tremble in your presence. So what does that tell you? We will never appreciate the sahaba. The students know the sahaba. So just that innocent question. Imagine he's not asking a figy question. Why were you call? least he's shaking. Abu Huraira then told him. He goes, now this is important. The key words. I used to graze the sheep goats of my family. This is the first part. He's talking about his family life. I had a small cat, And what would he do? At night he put the cut onto the tree. Why? Right, away from predators. But during the day, I would emerge and she would emerge. I it was a female car. Mm. She would emerge and I would play with her. Mm. The people gave me the title Abu Huraira, mm. the father of the kitten. Mm. Because that's why I'm called Abu Huraira. Mm. <laughs> so what's strange? You got all these names and what names took to him? Abu Huraira. Mm. His fondness for kittens and cats never left him. Because in another report it meant. One day Rasulullah saw him with a cat in his arms, and thus Rasulullah nicknamed him Abihir, the father of the cat. Mm-hmm. Hence, from that day, the people called him Abu Hurairah. Mm-hmm. However, Abu Hurairah liked himself to be called Abu Hir. because this was the title given to him by Rasulullah. <laughs> this is recorded in Al istiyab Al Isaba 4 202, Mirqat. Asadul ghab volume 5, page 316, al Hafaz, volume 1, page 32, al Ahadith, volume 4, page 561 of the New English translation. So now what's interesting. When he was looking after his own flock for his family, he must have been very young. So that name was given to him, you know, educated I guess when he was a teenager, or possibly even younger. What was the name given to him? Abu Varelah. So this was in Jahiliyyah. When Rasulullah, when he was with Rasulullah, this is 20 years later. Mm -hmm. So what do we learn? His fondness for cats never left him. Mm -hmm. Now he's in the presence of the Prophet and he's got a cat in his arms. Mm -hmm. Rasulullah called him Abihir. Now there's a difference. Abihir means father of the cat. Mm -hmm. Abu Hurayla means father of the kitten. So with Rasulullah there was a cat. Mm -hmm. So the Prophet goes, Abihir. And that also indicates the Prophet he very subtly endorsed you having cats, mm. Because if it was something disliked, he would have flound, he would have turned away, let alone give him the title. So the Prophet was showing pleasure over this. He goes, you are Abi Hil. And then Abu Huraira. look what he said. People call me Abu Huraira and Abi Hil, but I like to be called Abi Hill because Rasulullah gave me that title. Sallallahu And that's why you notice sometimes in the hadith, you get the name Abi Hil. But, English-speaking brothers don't understand the difference. Why are you calling it? His name is Abu Hurairah, <laughs> and you have to explain. He said, "No, no, it means father of the car. Abu means father of the. Sorry, Abihir means father of the car. Abu Hurairah means father of the kitten. You gotta explain. There's a decades difference between these names. But was fascinating in Jahiliyyah and Islam, the kunyat was literally the same. Okay, interesting that is. Normally the kunyat changes. <laughs> it hardly changed. SubhanAllah, what truly most fortunate cats and kittens that will live forever in the memory of the believers till the day of resurrection. SubhanAllah. Think about that. What cat was it? I have no idea. What was the color of it? You know, all we know, one was a female kitten and one was a cat. But he loved cats. And that's interesting. And look how beautiful. His name became that. (laughs) Abu father. Imagine in English. Where's the father of the kitten? With the father of the cat. You know what? A strange tale. Why are you calling him that? Because he's always seen with a cat or a kitten. And it's very important to highlight that when he had the cat with in the time of the Prophet, he was in the masjid. Because mm-hmm. he was he became part of the Ashab al suf So that shows that a cat inside the masjid, the Prophet approved of as well. Some people say, Oh, what's happening here? And the response is, They're clean. They're clean animals. Mm-hmm. So, note again, we can take many lessons from this, inshallah. short. So, all I mentioned in this opening session was basically an introduction to the great life of Abu Hurairah. And we've only spent the session on a brief physical description, his age, and then the discussion about his name. What was his real name? Why are there so many names? And what was the name that the scholars have settled upon? And of course, it goes back to Abu Hurairah or And the brief I mentioned with regards to the ka. Are there any questions you'd like to ask me? سُبْحَانَ اللهم وبحمدك اشهر اللهم ان تصطفرك على المشاهدين سبحانك ان تكون سلام عليك و سلام عليك و سلام عليك و سلام عليك